0: You're listening to Art Happens Here, the podcast that explores the often curious and occasionally amazing art installations on, in, and around the campuses of Lansing Community College. I'm your host, Bruce Mackley. Well, I'd like to welcome back Josh Reisner. Uh painter extraordinaire, fine artist extraordinaire that uh, has contributed to, uh, to LCC's cultural presence in downtown Lansing. Josh, welcome back. Hey, thank you. Yeah. No, it's that we've had a remarkable conversation, part one, um, and we could have just kept going. I don't know where the time went. Uh, but at any rate, um, I'd like to discuss, today I'd like to discuss uh, what you've done for us. And I'll, I'll frame that, I'll preface that with... Um, President Knight's um, vision um, of of establishing, you know, his appreciation for the power of regional heritage. That's what I call it. In Lansing's history, with the manufacturing history, and folding it into the very naming the various buildings and everything, how it all goes back to this region of the state of Michigan, and how deep it, it it provides a rich. Uh, backdrop to what we do here and a value to what we do here. And uh, part of that is some of the paintings that you've done here. And I'll start with the, uh, the portrait of Malcolm X that, that we, I believe we commissioned, didn't we? Yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, to our uh, listeners, uh, this is um, a portrait of um, civil rights leader Malcolm X, uh, who did spend time in Lansing in his formative years. I believe, I believe some of his family still resides here. Yes, I want to say his
1: younger years. I think right. it was until he was eight, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, I, I think younger. Yeah, I
0: think you're right, and I think they do. I mean, in fact, I had a friend who, who dated his grandniece. You <laughs> know, from here, and it was just so surreal, given given his his stature in the world. Um, at any rate, this beautiful portrait. Can you um, tell us about it?
1: Yeah, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is that when I first met Dr. Knight. Um, I wasn't sure where that was gonna go, mm-hmm. and then when he mentioned I'd actually done another painting for him, and I cannot remember which one it is at this point. But um, I'd done a painting, and I don't know if he was testing me or what. Um, I, I mean, he always he seemed to think highly of me and had no doubts. He had no doubts at all about what was gonna happen. It seemed, but mm-hmm. when he approached me about Malcolm X, um, I was skeptical. I thought that it was. I thought that it seemed gimmicky to me. Oh. Um, yeah, it seemed like this was gonna be a thing. Like, and I didn't know Doctor Knight. I didn't know the. I didn't know the the community at Lansing here, Community College or whatever. I didn't know anything about it. But it just seemed like, why me? Like, mm-hmm. what what do I? What connection do I have to this that you would want me to paint this? Interesting. And in some ways, I really fretted over in in. I won't go into this too long, but I fretted over being like a middle-aged white guy painting Malcolm X. Interesting. I, 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 I remember saying to people, like I struggled for months thinking like Malcolm X would hate me, like it seemed like really? to me. Now, now I'm saying some of this was me and my naive no, ignorance, no. No, but and is... part of me felt very like inauthentic about okay. the approach. So, wow. That being said, you know he he he. Uh, he was never hands-on with me in terms of like he. He just said like I want to do a Malcolm X, mm-hmm. look into this. As I did more research, I realized that he grew up here. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. I just thought it was like yeah pulling like a star at this point. I didn't know he grew up here, so I started reading, reading what he wrote, different things like that. I actually found myself connecting to Malcolm X a little bit more, oh, and like his, his sort of. Uh, I remember thinking about like his his fortitude. Yeah. There was something about like I didn't care what he thought or if I we would have been on the same page, maybe he would have appreciated how driven I was because mm-hmm. he obviously had that. So there were different things that I tried to connect to with that painting mm-hmm. um which in the end I I felt like actually was communicated. Like all of that came through like we talked in the previous episode how like you can start out with all kinds of crazy ideas and like what actually happens mm-hmm. is the, usually the truth. Mm-hmm. And, and that particular painting turned out well. I think, I think that the his uh, stature and his firmness and what he believed was definitely communicated in that. And mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that I, co- I connected to the most.
0: Wow. That's, that is incredibly genuine of you to say, to share with us. Um, The painting, for listeners who aren't familiar with this particular work, um, I think it's probably six or seven feet tall by four foot wide. It's like
1: five by four, I think, right in there.
0: Yeah, it's an oil painting. And man, Josh plays to the strengths of his medium. I mean, those oils, you know, you see printed. If you ever seen a printed um, in a book of a famous oil painting and then you see the actual oil painting? There's no comparison. The colors can't be. They can't be represented accurately in print. And seeing this portrait, it's over in our Gannon building, and it's its its there on the wall. I mean, the whole presentation factor with the framing and the way the wall is and the lights, um, it's extremely powerful. It's extremely visually compelling. And the the mood that you captured, it looks like a presidential portrait. You know, he's standing there, and he has his hand on a book. And I heard someone, someone told me that he used uh, Denzel's body form is that true uh, yeah did you yeah I mean
1: that's a, I, th- I can't remember sometimes I forget now but there was like six different references you yeah. know like I a lot of imagination to kind of well, there's create. no
0: color photography of him I don't think and this is a color portrait
1: right yeah that's the thing it's all black and white it starts right out with and uh
0: yeah the question I had for you is the striking portrait with this intense red background that is just riveting and it 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 underscores um, it, it underscores the man, the, the what he was about, and not not so much anger, but intensity, right? And he's got this look on his face, this just fortitude um, that had to have been intentional on your part, was it?
1: Yeah, I mean that was definitely intentional. It was ten- it was I was I thought a lot about I didn't want him to seem angry, right. but there was definitely some like you said, intensity, there was a, mm. there was a, you know, I think it probably, it probably was anger at times. Like yeah, in the his, will. In his, yeah. Like the, there was a definitely, and, and and again, I connected to it a lot because I tend to have the same, you know, like sometimes it can be perceived as fortitude and then the yeah. n- next moment it can be stubborn, uh-huh, you know, a yeah. fury, yeah. you know, like there's all these, there's a complexity to like, yeah. you know, we want to like, we want to like, make it singular, you know, or, you know, like it's this one thing. Put them in a funnel.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I
1: felt like, I felt like that color. Well, one, I was trying to, like, I feel like the colors of Islam, and I'm sorry, I forget, sometimes I forget all the paintings, but the colors of Islam were... um uh, red and green. Mm-hmm. So that was part I jumped off of that. But mm-hmm. the red and, and part of it, it was all three of these things. Like one, this the intensity of it. The thing that I connected to the most was his like personality in terms of his dedication to what he believed. Yeah. And then, you know, there were other symbols in it. Um, but you know, it's funny, sometimes it's just that the artist is fixated on particular colors. And I was fixated on like using uh, primary pure colors at that time. Like yeah. it just it just sort of happened at the same time in my career. It was like, oh, I'm gonna start using, you know, intense color rather than yeah. like organics. It was a period where I was just using natural dirt colors because really? I use my hands a lot and I was mm-hmm. like, ah, I'm not going to use toxic things. So I was using like browns and stuff, but when yeah. I moved into that painting kind of in that area, I was starting to use like more intense colors. So some of that is just like the timing of life and how like you come into a commission like that at a time that you're mm-hmm.
0: dealing with your own things that are similar and like interesting. Well, uh, it, it, it complements the calmness of the man's face in yeah. the painting they are not at odds; they're complementary. If that makes any sense,
1: that's the that's the intentional thing. And I think any any artist that I've ever worked with or talked to, that's one of the things that I am always doing is sort mm-hmm. of trying to counter ideas yeah. from the very beginning, which talks to the idea that I didn't. I'm really I'm not for like propaganda because I think it's right. singular. Mm-hmm. If I start getting too dogmatic in a painting about a particular thing, I tend to want to counter it. Mm-hmm. I tend to want to like. Yeah. push the other direction. So like if I was really drawn to Malcolm X like face in that particular portrait, you know, mm-hmm. and, like the way he looked and it was calm, like collected, determined, then I would definitely want to push a little mm-hmm. bit more intensity. You're around not into checkmark.
0: You're not into checkmarking and check, right. checking boxes out. Oh, right. We got the civil rights leader no, on to the next. No, no, no he's no. more
1: complicated than that. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that I was leery of, but it's funny that in the end I found I was like, oh well, obviously I'm not gonna paint him in a yeah. gimmicky way. Like I wasn't able to do that. And no, in it the doesn't. end he was much more complicated than the way it's than he's seen actually.
0: Yeah. And, I've seen people stand there and just regard it. You know, they just they just stand there and they just look at it. And well, you, sorry, go, go ahead. I don't
1: mean to interrupt no it. please. Uh, I just have these so many ideas about mm-hmm. my background. But you know, when I was going in when I was in high school, there was like a revival of the sixties culture in my little Small town, yeah. like everybody wanted to be a hippie, and mm-hmm. people were into like Jimi Hendrix and mm-hmm. and and the Doors and these things. Mm-hmm. But I remember people could buy T-shirts of Malcolm X, and we're talking about a rural white community yeah. wearing Malcolm X T-shirts C- and not icon. really even knowing what. Oh, sure, they J- didn't even know. Che J-
0: J- Guevara was another one, you know the you know, and people didn't know that man was against culture. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's so bizarre, but I mean, I had that influence, and mm-hmm. I think it was funny that my first instinct was almost to think of. Like well, I'm not, I don't know. I don't have any connection because I saw him as a T-shirt. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I didn't see him that way, but I, I responded to it like, well, that's how people see him. I the don't cool factor. Mean
0: that. Yeah, the cool factor yeah, without yeah. like delving in, and you just have to wonder what the man would think if he was alive today about the Black Lives Matter movement and all the things, all the whole, the terrible things that are going on in the world today with race relations. I mean, I think his what he stood for is more relevant than ever, you know, in today's world, I think, you know, and your painting is a very, very, it's very deeply regarded. And I was there for the unveiling, you know, when you unveiled it and his family were there and the room was full and, you know, I'm not sure there was a dry eye in the crowd.
1: My wife is always, she was there and she is always reminding me of that moment when we, when I pulled the, the, the drape off of it, Mm -hmm. how there was like a gasp. I, I wasn't. I wasn't engaged in that level. Like, I don't know what's going on most oh, yeah. of the time in that. But she she will, She will. reminds me often of like how there was a gasp, like the air was taken out of the room when it was revealed. And that's a pause. She's reminding me when in my lower, my, when I'm not feeling as confident. Like I'll send you pictures.
0: We have pictures in our portfolio. <laughs> I don't know if they sent them to you, but I have a whole thing in our no, archive. I'll, I'll, I'll forward them to you, you.
1: You know what I remember the most is being so embraced and accepted by the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, like his family that was there. I think it was like a daughter or a a, a cousin, a niece, a niece. I think I'm sorry. I forget, but my brain in those moments doesn't work as well as when I'm in my studio alone (laughs) and painting. But uh, I, yeah, I didn't expect to be embraced like that. I didn't Mm -hmm. expect to be like accepted. Um, I didn't, I don't know, but it was just so overwhelming how they embraced me and the fact that I did the work and they well, were so happy with it.
0: Well, the, the vision that you, you imparted to that work comes through, you know, and um, it, it was, it, you legitimized it from the beginning with just how you approached the project. It wasn't, you weren't rubber stamping anything. You know, you learned about them and, and, it, and it comes across in the painting Thanks. beautifully. Um, that's not all you've done for us though. I, I remember seeing, uh, I think it was a woman at a piano, there was a portrait or a picture and it was fanciful and it currently hangs in our uh, Cesar Chavez Learning Center behind the desk, I had to find a home for it and what better home, you know, than you know our Cesar Chavez Learning Center, you know? Um, you know, this is
1: a great story, you, you might have to edit this one. Please, uh, share. <laughs> sure. So Dr. Knight, like I didn't really I really I still don't know much about him. He's a man of mystery to me mm-hmm. and he really he really he, I mean he does seem like a mystery man to me still to this day but hey, not alone. he he was a paint he was a painter mm-hmm. and from the beginning as projects were always like ah what what are you what what <laughs> That's how I've that's basically all I can say but mm-hmm. that particular painting is actually part of that is Dr. Knight's painting. He <laughs> yeah I wonder if people want to know that like really and I've never shared this This actually would make me uncomfortable years ago because mm-hmm. I did not know that that painting was going to be how I didn't know what the the end goal of that painting was, but he's like, Hey, I started this painting years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is what I did. I love this idea. I want you to, to kind of take it in this direction.
0: I had no idea.
1: Now when you look at that painting, I'd say 95% of it is my like mm-hmm. there's no evidence of his brush mm-hmm. anymore or mm-hmm. color but it's it, it, it definitely guided it because he yeah. had put down paint and I had to like yeah. interact with the colors the color schemes and stuff like that and he had a he was painting masterpieces at the time and there was a masterpiece and I can't yeah. remember who the, it wasn't a well-known artist he was trying to copy for that painting of a piano player yeah. and then I just turned it into like what you're looking at there and you know I don't know that there's a lot of meaning in that painting for me but at the time I was really fixated on uh, Gustav Klimt
0: yes (laughs) the gold yeah you can see like the mark making
1: and yeah I was trying to I was thinking about how patterns and I I don't know like the that yeah the simple shapes and patterns and use of color like probably coming out of the Malcolm X like how that red is Mm. so powerful in there and how simple that red can be and i think that was impacting that painting
0: it it looked to me and i've been immersed in the in the commercial world for decades but it looked it comes across like um a double spread in an entertainment magazine a great one profiling you know uh, a musician because it's got these fanciful lines and circles and these shapes that come out that that represent probably the music she's making right
1: yeah and i think that's as you know yeah i think that's is what it is And it's a simpler painting to me like when i think of that like mm-hmm. i don't have any depth there's no depth it was just pure stuff like pure making something i thought was beautiful
0: it is and it's very that's, pleasurable to was look it. At. It was just and a
1: pleasurable painting i enjoyed painting it yeah uh there was a lot dr knight had done that twice to me like i showed up <laughs> with a painting and i'm yeah. like what yeah, but I, but I but I felt like we were some kind of secret, like not a secret, like I felt like we had a connection. Like I felt like him and I had a connection. So I was willing to do whatever I needed to do to interact yeah. with him or to like kind of see where he was going to go with things. Yeah. I always felt like, I don't know what you're going to do, but it seems powerful. So anyway, I was willing to take it. And that was the second painting that he had sort of started and like was like, here, do something. With I'm this.
0: trying to limit my use of the word cool because I use it like salt, (laughs) right? But that is just remarkably cool. It really is.
1: It's a fun story now that I think about it, like thinking about how it turned out. He's
0: very self-effacing. And he was a a technician with the oils. I have seen his work and very self-effacing, and very modest, didn't want anything to be named after him or, or any of it. He wanted his legacy, I think, I mean, I think to be for the students and for, it to be embodied by the college as a whole, rather than yeah, a building named after, you know, he, he fought that he would fight it, you know, very modest. Um, he had that,
1: he had that like vision, like that. I don't know that he even knew. I, I kind of think people mm -hmm. like that have this sort of like mission. Mm -hmm. It's like a hidden secret mission. He's not completely aware of it. He doesn't know why he's doing everything, but he was on, he was going to do it. He was going to see it through. And I, you know, I don't know, like, definitely, there's an energy that is on this campus that he has left and parted.
0: Well, one of the things that always kind of still is surprising to me that he he wouldn't be regarded as a frustrated artist. Some people would impose their artistic will on others or try to work through them to, to work out their creativity. He wouldn't do that. You know, he'd plant the seed or light the fuse, step back and and let it go
1: he did and that happened with everything the malcolm x like i didn't hear from him until i Mm -hmm. showed him the painting and it was i mean he basically said do this and i showed up with the painting and he seemed to love it and it was over he didn't like i'm sure he could be critical but i was thinking about the difference you know not to get on the dr knight too much Mm -hmm. although i don't mind that um he just, you know, he probably did have the technical ability to do paintings, but mm-hmm. you could tell he didn't the vision was, his vision was not about that. Yeah. He didn't have like content for paintings. Yeah. But he had plenty for the campus. It's kind yeah. of interesting like he had the content to build things here, to work with people and stuff, but I think that was the thing that he felt maybe lacked in the paintings he was like here fix this because he was he enjoyed painting but he didn't have like something to communicate in that you know just but the cultural campus, context
0: and context with the region i remember the first time i saw that painting was in his office he called us in and it was against the wall and there were like three or four of us and we just stood there and he just he he just stood there and was regarding it and just taking it in i mean the way art patrons do being confronted with an actual and I you know, I it's not every day that you see an actual um oil painting that's like that, that goes that deep. And um it is. It's it's I wish well. I, could.
1: I wish I could experience the way an audience does sometimes because in that moment, you know, I'm thinking he's either gonna be really disappointed. Yeah. Really excited, and there you don't—you no don't know, like you, as
0: the artist, you don't know, like no, it's it like a happen. fine meal, you know. You just take it in a little one bite at a time. It makes you wonder about comedians, you know. Do they find any jokes funny? Do songwriters do they enjoy the music or do they just dive into the technical aspect of it?
1: I would imagine it has to be hard. Yeah. I, I always say that I like being an artist ruins like museums for me. Like, <laughs> all I can yeah. do is dissect yeah. and like try to figure out how it was created, or you know. Judge it. Like, I very rarely get what you were describing there where it's like, oh, wow. You know, because to me, I see the, I see the fears that were involved in that. Like, (laughs) even looking at it now, sometimes I'm afraid to go back and look at it. You know, I hear these actors always say, I never, like, like Johnny Depp, you know, and recently he's like, I never saw that movie. Uh And I can I can understand why because sometimes like I'm just afraid I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna see something and it's gonna torture me for years like oh, yeah. because I'm just it'd be better if I just don't see it. That's now. a creative for you. <laughs>
0: and I'm gonna try to twist your arm to walk over there after this and get your picture in front of it.
1: Oh, uh, I'll do that for you.
0: I appreciate it's, that.
1: It's been a good enough interview. I'll no, definitely it's do been, that.
0: It's been wonderful. I mean, you've uncovered many things that um they're just golden nuggets, you know. And and give this give the work even greater depth than it already has. Um, well, I was there anything um, with regard to legacy or um, social impact furthering? Where do you see yourself? You know, in ten years, fifteen, twenty years, anything you want to do?
1: Yeah, you know, you've brought up. I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to get more uh, of my voice recorded someday like about the process I feel uh-huh. like I have lived a fairly and in- I've had a fairly interesting artistic journey mm-hmm. and uh I've enjoyed I'm I'm realizing as I get older I really enjoy hearing it again myself even yeah. like thinking back about it um but I do I I would like to address the social impact and I think this is related and I'm sorry for going off on tangents but I guess it's the way I work
0: this is this is good but
1: I was in a philosophy class years ago and there was a monk up there talking about being an ascetic. I think I'm saying that right. You know, he goes goes out and on his own and mm-hmm. like worships God and I immediately thought I was going to get him. I was going to like catch him in something. I'm like, "Well, if you're if you're like trying to work for God, like is it really good that you're on your own, you know, that you're mm-hmm. just out there doing this thing for yourself?" And he kind of turned it on me and he said like, "Well, when you like develop yourself, there's like a um you create something inside you that becomes a magnet. Like people are drawn to like love. They're drawn to Mm. like truth. They're drawn to goodness. It doesn't really matter if you want to communicate that. Like you you just, it just radiates from you. Mm. And so I don't, I often don't think about social impact and I don't really want to. I feel like it will trap me into something that is bad because I want to be more like that monk. Like if there's something good in what I do, if there's something true, I mean I just I'm just lucky that I was able to even capture that at all and I think, I you're, think it'll what you're doing through.
0: is you're not imposing an agenda on your own work.
1: No, I just if it's if it's not good, if it's mm-hmm. not true, if it isn't loving, if it isn't then it will be it'll be that. And mm-hmm. if it is, if it if you know if there's something truthful about who Malcolm X was as a human being and and what he stood for in there like I mean I'm, I'm thankful that that's there, um, but, you know, I, I don't know that I can control that, and I just hope that that's coming through in my genuine pursuit of what I'm doing, right? I hope that that is a result of a genuine pursuit of excellence or mastery or
0: just understanding.
1: Understanding That's a much better word. Understand. So. No,
0: that's very, very well put. Um, you know, very well put. <laughs> There's a, a thing about um, political agendas and how true art, does Not have a political agenda, and I think they were using a uh, Rolling Stone song, an old Rolling Stone song. They were trying to find an angle in it, and, and it's not really an angle, it's just creativity coming through. You know, art's mission is just to change your mind a little bit, even if it's for the worse, for the better, to make you feel it's done its work. Yeah. And you, not sorry for the you know, the bumper sticker, you know, saying, but you knocked it out of the park with Malcolm X. Well, thank for you for Lansing Community College. Uh, Josh Reisner, it has been, uh, it's been a real pleasure talking to you and if you wouldn't mind coming back and, uh, talking some more.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. If you're all right with that.
0: I'm <laughs> uh, more than all right. That's been great. Thank Thanks. You. Miles Davis once said, do not fear mistakes. There are none. If you want to check out what I've been talking about, just visit this episode at lccconnect.org. Art Happens Here is a production of LCC Connect. Thanks for lending us your imagination.